In regards to the fire that was on the Mizbeach, that burned the Karbonis, it says that the, uh, the shape of the fire was upon the Mizbeach in the form, in the shape of a crouching lion. So in regards to this, it says in the Zayar, of Parshatzav, Ados is the Malach Uriel, that this is uh, the angel Uriel, Uriel also means a lion. That appears in that form, in the form of, of a lion. And the Baizal Desire and Desire says, is two different expressions. state, first it says, as Ischazoi, it looks, appears as if, like the image, the Chad Arya of a lion, Tkifa, a powerful lion, Revia al Tarfe, that is crouched over its prey. It describes it as a powerful lion crouched over his prey and then it goes on and it describes it a little differently it looks like a lion like a big, a large lion that is crouched over the carbon so the Rebbe's father notes the difference of the expressions in the Zoyer first it says a powerful lion and then the second time it says a, a large lion. And then the second difference, first it says that it crouched over its prey. And then afterwards it says, crouched over the carbon. So he notes the, the difference, those two differences. And there is Mevar, and he explains. As in that in the lion that is on the throne of Hashem, it's described in the vision of the Navi that the Hashem was on a throne and on the sides there was uh, animals the, the a lion on one side and so on the, the Nesha there was, the, uh, there was a bull and there was an a eagle and so on so the lion in this Merkava represents it represents two opposite extremes Chesed and Gvura on the one hand Chesed kindness and the other hand on the other hand, discipline, gvura, power, strength. For him, Arya is bigamatriya gvura, because on the one hand, a lion is the numerical value of gvura, strength, aber, but on the other hand, on the other hand, shtetach, it says, pnei Arya ela yamin, the face of the lion was to the right. The right always represents chesed. So its numerical value is gvura, it faces the right, so it's a combination of chesed and gvura. And also the beer and that explains the difference the two different expressions in regards to the lion first it describes the Zoyer describes the power of the lion and that's why it says a powerful lion which is crouched over its prey means power strength or determination and strength that is of course an element of Gevura in the same with the, the, with the prey when, when a lion mauls an animal that certainly, and therefore it becomes its prey that of course is an expression of Gevura but afterwards but then it describes the kind side of the lion the and therefore it says like a large lion rather than a powerful lion that is crouched over the carbon 
Rabrava Goidl, Rabrava means large. Vaist of Chesed, that expresses the idea of Chesed. To you, Havaya is greatness and, and strength. So in this Pasa, Gedula represents Chesed as opposed to Gevura, the next word, which is Gevura. So here, Gedula represents Chesed. Un oich karbana, and also karbana, meloshin kiruv, karbana means closeness, that's the idea of a karbana, to, to get closer to Hashem. Kum mitzada chesed, the desire to become close to Hashem, is also an expression of chesed, of love, and so on towards Hashem. Yimin, which comes from the right, kemayim razal, as I say, just tell us, yimin mikarebes, the right brings closer. So chesed, closeness, is the idea of of ava closeness right side and so base we get it come upon as was described as we talked many times and the others from tatan geshubin gevarim bekitzer the rebbe's father wrote very very concisely very briefly most likely because he had uh, no paper and no uh, ink and therefore whatever he wrote he had to write in the most brief way possible and those things which the person that was going to be studying the Rebbe's father's writings would have come, un, come to understand on his own, doesn't need the Rebbe's father to point them out, is an Ishmael so he doesn't explain it because the, he was writing concisely. So when we learn this comment that the Rebbe's father has on the Zayar, it brings out a question in regards to the way the Zoyer says it. Since a lion, the same lion, which has both sides of it in him, it brings out, as we just said, both the, the idea of Chesed and the idea of Gvura. So then why does the Zoyer separate it into two separate expressions? First he says about talks about the lion in the sense of Gvura, then he talks about the lion in a separate statement about its side of Chesed. Why is it in two separate ones? Ariat Kifir Vial Tarfi and Ariel Korbana. Two separate statements. On Zaknish Beda, why doesn't the Zoyer say them both? Why doesn't it include both sides into the same statement? For instance, he could have said, Aryat Ravrava, the powerful and large lion, Revia that is crouched, Al Tarfe, on its prey, Al Korbana, which and on the Korban. something similar to that. Why is it separated into two separate statements rather than merging them into one statement? Because the lion represents both. Why not talk about it? in the same statement about the lion. For Now although it's true that Chesed and Gvura are two separate characteristics, in fact they are opposing characteristics. in the but still the Rebbe's father says in this was an Arya had by Sai Chesed and Sai Gvura that the fact that the lion contains both the side of Chesed and the side of Gvura Zainanis Nitkain Sveba Zunder of Faun, it's not seen as two separate things, nor is Kumay Ura Gvura Bikliya Chesed, but rather it is, as one would say, it's the the uh, energy of Gvura contained, presented in the Kali of Chesed. So in other words, that they're really they work together simultaneously with each other. 
not in two separate streams. And that's why both Chesed and Gvura are connected to the state of the lion, because they worked alongside each other, within each other, they integrate with each other, the Chesed and the Gvura. The Gematif and Arya is Gvura, and they are both contained in the general sense in the lion, because the numerical value, as we said before, of the lion is Gvura. Even if you look at it in the very simple sense, a lion is the, one of the most powerful animals that there are. And as the Gemara said, the Shulchan says, one should be strong like a lion. In other words, a lion represents strength. And at the same time, we know that the lion is, as we said before, the face of the lion is to the right. In other words, that it ex- exhibits a, a, a message of chesed, an expression of chesed. So there, the general lion is made up of both. Now that is, the is the same is true also for the carbonus as well. That the zoyer refers to the carbonus in these two expressions, tarfei, the prey, which is which is an expression of gvura and korban, and on the other hand, it's called carbona, which is chesed. Muzdach yeder carbon then. Obviously, every carbon contains both elements, one, the element of Gvura and the element of Chesed. That's why the Zayr refers to it by expressions which refer to Gvura and Chesed. The Akrova al-Gabayim is The When you burn a carbon on the Mizbeach, what it is is taking something physical and f- taking flesh, physical flesh, and elevating it from its coarse physicality to a more spiritual state. That is Gvura. That's an expression of Gvura. Discipline, taking what you have down here and um, channeling it up into a more spiritual state. That is an element of Gvura. And then that brings out, after you burnt the carbon, that it brings a reich nechayach to Hashem, a pleasant smell, because the Yidden have done, have caused me pleasure, which means that this brings out Hashem's enjoyment and pleasure with the Yidden, it brings down a blessing from Hashem from up down to below, which is the idea of chesed, showering kindness and blessing upon us. So the carbon has both of these elements. One could say even more, they bathe the in them in the Both of these things, these expressions of Chesed Gvura, are from the same element in the carbon. The Akravel Hashem Allah is in an oifen as a tail blibed ibulamata. That the when you bring a carbon to Hashem and you burn it on the mizbeach, part of it remains down here. You don't burn the entire thing in most cases. For the Achilles Bailumadakainim. It's, some of it is left for the owners of the carbon, or at least the kayanim to be able to eat. So it's not that everything goes up to Hashem, but rather that some of it is left for the enjoyment of the people as well. And the Rebbe puts in parentheses, as oicha carbon oil of us is kolil Hashem, even a carbon oil which is completely burnt on the mezbeach, is still the hide of the animal is given to the kayanim as a gift that they can use to their use, 
a minchas kayim was his kol talked and even a carbon mincha that a kayim brings, which has to be completely burnt on the mezbeach, and nothing is left, is that inu from the carbon. The idea of that carbon is as durch em vet a kayim is chanach lekuhunase. The idea of that uh, when does a kayim bring that mincha when he's being inaugurated into the avoda of the kuhuna? So that's when he brings that carbon, which is completely burnt. Or the lechaper olivor when he has to bring a carbon uh, carbon chatas when he committed a sin and he has to bring a carbon chatas by minchas kayan ani which is if there is a poor kayan that can't afford to bring an animal then he brings a carbon mincha and it has to be completely burnt that's the carbon that an, a, a poor kayan would bring in lieu of a carbon of a wealthy or a more of some kayan that can afford more that has to bring an animal so they gain something from it, either that he becomes inaugurated to Kohuna or that he gains atonement. But every carbon not only is burnt on the Mizbeach for Hashem, but also the owners or the Kayanim get to benefit from it as well. Also, the pleasure that Hashem has from that carbon, the Kirv Chesed, from the Mebishnus carbon, which means the closeness and the uh, the blessing that Hashem showers upon the one that brings the carbon is connected with I said Hashem commanded and they did what I wanted what I asked for in other words that it, it's it's a feeling of chesed which comes as a result of a person submitting to Hashem's will that's expressed in the fulfillment of Torah Mitzvah, thus also for the bittel and the way that a yid submits to Hashem out of commitment rather than out of love, out of feeling of uh, gratitude and so on. Those are things which bring out a, an idea of gevura. Submission is gevura. So the blessing that Hashem gives comes together as a result of the bittel. So in other words, in both sides. The burning of the mizbeach, which is an expression on the mizbeach, which is an expression of gvura, brings out leaves also for the for the owner something to benefit from it as well. That's a combination of gvura and chesed. The idea of chesed, which Hashem showers upon the yid, the nachasruach that Hashem shows to a yid for bringing a carbon, comes as a result of his submission. In other words, that there is a combination of chesed and gvura there too. So, in other words, that the whole idea of the lion and the whole idea of the carbon is a emerging, an integration of chesed and gevura. And I'll pick all this. So, based on this, and the zayir should have expressed both of these expressions: the one that represents gevura and the one that represents chesed, as one into one sentence, rather than separating into two sentences. So, of the chesed and gevura to express the the merging of chesed and gvura in within the representation of the lion, and as well as the carbon, which is what the lion represents, really. Gimel. So perhaps we can say that this is what the explanation is. Hagam in Even though the lion contains both of these elements, chesed and gvura, together. There is a, ver- a difference in the way they are manifest. 
Amol is gvura begilu under chesed behelim. Sometimes the gvura element of the lion is manifest and seen and obvious, and the chesed is in the background. On Amol lehepach, sometimes it's the opposite that the chesed is manifest and the the gvura, the power, is in the background. The far tailed as the zoyer in Sveba Zunderfal. That's why the, the zoyer separates it, separates it into two separate sentences. Ariet Kifir Vial Tarfe. When he talks about the lion, the powerful lion which is crouched over its prey. in the is That's when he's describing the, the lion when the gevura element is manifest. The kava chesed behelam and the chesed is in the background. Then he says separately, the the large lion which is crouched over his carbon, because then he's describing the lion when the chesed element is manifest, and the gvura element is in the background. But we still have to understand. In vos the tamachilik zvishin the tzvei faun, see the kava gvura is begolei other the kava chesed. We have to understand more about this difference of when the kava gvura is is manifest and the chesed is in the background, and then vice versa. So we have to understand more about this and what what is the reason for this that sometimes it's this way and sometimes it's that way. So we'll understand this. The fun, we'll understand it from was aided the zayir zogdem tzveitn inya. Before the zayir says the second point, which is like the large lion that's uh, crouched over his carbon, is a magdim. He first says as an introduction. Number one, ados is kemoshal amelach was menhatim geshikt adayrin. It's like it can be compared to the parable of a king that somebody they was sent a gift. And he enjoyed, he liked the gift. So he said to his servant, Go and take this gift that was brought to me. As, yeah, yes. So also, Omar Gosh Hashem says to Uriel, the angel that we talked about before, Go and accept the gift. The bonai krav in that my children are bringing to me before me. In other words, the the uh, servant is the malach that is going to receive the carbon, the lion over the carbon that burns the carbon. That is the messenger of Hashem, the angel Uriel, bringing the carbon to Hashem. That's one thing that the the is, the Zoyer says. The second thing that he says is, as if the Indian state that in regards to this idea is written, a fire came forth from Hashem, and it consumed from on the Mizbeach, the Oila, and so on. This was by the uh, inauguration of the Mishkan. So he says about that, this refers to Oriel, the Nochas Bechezu, the Esha, the Esha, that he appeared, he came down in the image of a fire. La Kabola Dairana to receive the gift on behalf of Hashem. When I've dem Zakta Zayar, and in regards to this, now the Zayar says, Vishazik Arya Ravdrava, he appeared like a large lion, Ravia al Korbana that is crouched over the carbon. Al Pizeyashlaimer is based on this we can explain. 
as in them, that in regards to this angel or real, the lion that eats the carbon, consumes the carbons, and there are two ways in which this is expressed. Number one, the way it represents the angel itself, it, the focus is on the angel, Vostemult is the Iker boy, and what is the main expression of this real angel, which represents a lion and so on, in an Agvura? That's what he is. He is the element of Gvura. That's what a lion is. Ariat Kifir Tarfe. That's when he's described as a mighty lion that is crouched over his prey. Then there is the second thing. Then Omar Akadush Baruchuli Uriel. The fact that the focus is that Hashem sent Uriel. Zil Vakabalder and go and receive my, car, my, pre, my gift. When he receives a command and therefore given the power, the ability, the strength to be able to carry it out. And in other words, he represents what Hashem is giving him in order to be able to carry out this receiving of the carbon. As a bring to salta dairen kidlakaman, and then what is being what the focus is that why is a person bringing a carbon because he wants to give a gift. The idea is the gift. The focus here is the gift, and Hashem tells him go receive the gift. Then the Ariel, which on his own, the, who he is, is an expression of power. But since he is now acting upon, uh, upon the command of Hashem, who sends him to receive a gift, so those powers now are transformed into receiving kindness. And the is chesed and that's why the element of chesed is now manifest. The fact that he's a powerful lion that goes uh, recedes into the background. And that's why the Zoyer connects this aspect of it, that he's now representing the, the messenger to receive the gift on behalf of Hashem to the Pasuk, the uh, fire went forth from Hashem. This fire that came forth was on the eighth day, on the day of the inauguration of the Mishkan. And the Shinu in them in the and this change that is brought out by the two statements of the Zoyer that before he was seen as a mighty lion and now it's suddenly seen as a large lion which is more the expression of chesed as we said um, and it's as a result because Hashem told him to go receive the gift that difference is that difference mirrors the difference between the seven days when they were training before the inauguration of the Mishkan the seven days leading up to the eighth day and the eighth day when they were actually inaugurating the Mishkan that until then it didn't have the power of Hashem coming down to consume and accept and receive the gift by the seven days and on and the eighth day he came down the fire came forth from Hashem and consumed the carbonus that were given to him as a gift so that mirrors the difference between the lion Ariel 
when the element of Gvura, when he represents what he is and the way Hashem sends him forth to receive a gift in which the element of Gvura recedes to the background and now what's manifest is that he represents Hashem to receive the gift, the idea of Chesed. It was already discussed in the past, but, uh, not in this sicha, but in a previous sicha, but my machazal, in regards to what our sages tell us, all the seven days leading up to the eighth day, when Moshe would put up the Mishkan and take it down every day, he would erect the Mishkan every day, but the Shechina did not descend upon the Mishkan during those seven days. Uh, what uh, the question could be asked since even those during those seven days they also brought Karbonus in regards to which it says that it is a pleasant odor for Hashem in other words that it is pleasing to him the Karbonus are pleasing to him so the why during the seven days did Hashem not descend upon the Mishkan and the answer is as in that there are a number of levels in the, the idea of Hashem descending upon something which in general can be divided into two separate levels number one Hashem's revealing himself as a result of the Aveda of a person which can only accomplish whatever he is able to according to the limitations of a creation and that's why that kind of descending Hashem's revelation is all within the context of Ishtalshalus which means the levels of creation which is what a created being can reach a created being can reach only within the spheres of creation the way Chesidus expresses this kind of relationship is that when an awakening from above in other words Hashem responding to something that a person down here initiated and therefore the response from Hashem is in accordance with what the created being down here was able to manage to reach but not higher than that then there is another one base the, uh, the descent of Hashem of the Shekhinah which comes uninitiated not because of anything that was done down here and that comes from an even higher level from something outside the limitations of creation and that is a place where the Aveda of the, the human being cannot reach outside the levels of creation which is expressed by the words it is an awakening from above on its own from Hashem's and he initiated because he decided that he wants to reveal himself down here and therefore it's not in accordance with what anyone down here did so therefore it's unlimited it comes from Hashem's place wherever he wants to reveal it from and that's the difference between the seven days leading up to the eighth day and then on the eighth day 
the when they put up the Mishkan during the seven days leading up to the eight days given the all the work that was being done was the people down here the people the Yidin putting up the Mishkan and the practicing the Karbanas and so on it was all in Tzugile Ashkana Mishkan. there was all the people doing in order to bring about the Gile Ashkina in the Mishkan so not to say that this all their seven days of Avaida accomplished nothing it did it accomplished that there was a Shina, but from within creation in, in, accord, in accordance with human endeavor that's why it was specifically seven because just like the cycle of creation is seven days as we know that the world was created in seven days, it, in other words, Hishtalshulus. The seven days reflected the seven days of of creation, and it, because it was by nature an Aveda which was within the context of Hishtalshulus. Mashain came Bishmini, but it was very different on the eighth day. Bishmini Lumeluyim is given the Giliashkin Mitzalamaila. There, the revelation of godliness that descended on the Mishkan was something uninitiated. It wasn't in accordance with what they were doing down here. It was something that came from way beyond what we could reach. It came because Hashem decided to reveal Himself. As the Pasuk says, the, the glory of Hashem was seen, was descended upon the Shekhinah. And if that's the reason that the fire came forth and consumed the Karbanas. From and that came from the level of eight. As we know, that eight is what transcends, represents what transcends Hishtalshulus, transcends creation. That's why it happened on the eighth day. So that answers the question of why nothing happened during the seven days. It's not that nothing happened, it's just that nothing in comparison that what happened on the eighth day happened during the seven days. Vogue. So, although it's true that eight, the number eight transcends Ishtalshulus, which means by definition that it transcends anything that a human can accomplish on his own, the Aveda that a person does. Because Hashem does not want that those gifts that He bestows upon us should not be felt by us to be bread of shame. In other words, unearned revelation from Hashem is eingestellt given. That's why Hashem set it up in such a way as that every revelation, even a revelation that comes from Hashem, uninitiated by the Aveda down here, still has to be preceded by Aveda of a person. Even though the Aveda that the person does is not going to reach that place from which this revelation comes. The revelation comes from a much higher level than what the Aveda that we did. But in order that we shouldn't feel that everything that comes to us is coming with unearned, so we have to do something to earn it. We have to do Aveda on our own the best that we could, and then he gives something which is way beyond that. As we see it reflected in this story itself. As Edus is given the Hashras Hashchin of a Mishkan Mishmini Lumeluyim, that before the Eibushter allowed himself to descend into the Mishkan during the eighth day, Hot Gemuz Zayin first had to be as the Yemeshmini Gufa in the Yemeshmini Gufa in that eighth day itself, 
it had to be preceded by Avedah, Karbonus Aaron. First Aaron brought his Karbonus car- that Hashem had instructed for um, for this day. That it's only through the Avedah that Hashem will grant his presence into the into the Mishkan. But since, as we said, we're talking about a level of Shekhinah which is much higher than the the creation is moving, therefore it's understood that it says, So it's understood that even though on the eighth day there had to be Aveda on the part of the people. Aaron in this case but there must be a, a difference in that kind of Aveda which is meant to bring forth the uh, the, the from outside of Ishtal Shalos. there's a difference if you compare it to the Aveda that the people did during the seven days which are not meant to bring out that kind of a level, they are not going to bring forth a level of Shechina which is from beyond Ishtal Shalos, it will only bring forth Shechina from within Ishtal Shalos. So there must be something about the Aveda that is done in the eighth day in order to trigger, to stimulate a Hashras of Shechina from outside Ishtal Shalos. Zayin, so we'll understand this by first explaining what's Mirgifin and that we find as Nish, Kokendik Evdem. That although that um, also during the seven days of Meluyim, Aram brought, as the Pasuk says, one bull, because that was to bring atonement for the sin of the eagle, which is also a young bull, but that's what it was, a bull. Even so, on the eighth day, even though it brought already during the seven days this par in order to atone, but on the eighth day he had to bring again another Egel ben Bakar, a, uh, a calf, to as a chatos. And it was for the purpose of making it known that Hashem gives him atones, gives him atonement, offers him atonement, by this ego, by this bringing of this carbon, Almaisia Egel Shaasa, for his involvement in the story of the ego. As Rashi quotes from the Tanchuma, that this was the reason that that ego was brought on the eighth day. Why was there necessary, after he already brought during the seven days these bulls in order to atone for the ego? So why did he have to bring again on the eighth day another eagle in order to make it known that he has reached atonement through this eagle? So we can explain that the meaning of this atonement on the eighth day is is not in order to bring atonement to Aaron. Nor but rather as the Alter Rebbe that there is sometimes, the Alter Rebbe says, maybe all the time, even after a Yid does proper tshuva, and he has, it was given atonement, because if a Yid does tshuva, then he is given atonement, but there is another step that is needed. There is an offering of a gift in order to elicit goodwill. Yes, you could have reached atonement 
and Hashem forgave you. But there is another step which is to elicit nachas ruach, goodwill on the part of Hashem. So there is an additional gift that is required or uh, suggested. So based on this, in the Karbonus for Shivas Yimeyam Eluyim, those Karbonus of the seven days of Uvgitanam Shachov Nishtalshus, which brought, which were able to accomplish um, revelation from within Nishtalshus, was the Erech Hanivroyim, which is within the realm of creation, is das Fabunden mit Kaporus Nafshashaladam. That is what brings atonement to the person. It is able to bring atonement to the person. You have fixed your the sin, the problem. As is Ozaim Bishlemus, and therefore now you're you're no longer tainted by the sin. Mashenke, in other words, personally, Mashenke, the Gabonus was Dafn Brengen, them Gilimumaila, but when we talk about the Kanas Karbonus that have to now bring down a revelation from Hashem from outside the realm of creation, from the from the Ur which comes from beyond creation, is Teichnam, what is the meaning of that carbon? it's a gift to bring goodwill from Hashem. Al as our sages tell us, similar to what our sages tell us, the Gemara says in the context of halacha, in regards to a gift, that a person doesn't give a gift unless somebody did something nice to him. You don't give a gift to somebody unless they did something that brought you good, that brought out goodwill on your part. So therefore, this carbon is meant more as a gift to bring out goodwill. That's what the purpose of that carbon on the eighth day is. That's why it says to, uh, to make it known that Hashem is giving him atonement for that sin. Not as it says by the seven days of Meluyim where it says the carbonus are there to bring atonement. Here it says this carbon is there to make it known that Hashem has given atonement. Because the carbonus of the eighth day are not so much the effort on the, on the part of the human being in order to gain atonement. That's within creation. That's what happens to atone for the sin. But here it's to bring out the, the, the goodwill, the love that Hashem has for the Yidin. As that we are pleasing and beloved to Hashem. That's why Hashem wants to make it known that it's the atonement has been achieved. It's not to achieve atonement, it is to bring out the great love of Hashem that He wants to make it known. Everything is fine. I want you to know that everything is fine. Aaron is completely forgiven. You should know that everything is good. It's not to achieve the atonement. It's to make it known, to bring out that higher level of love that Hashem has for the Yidden, by which, which is expressed by that word. He makes it known that he has achieved atonement. And that's the difference between the seven days, which is all within the context of creation, and the eighth day, which is that which accomplishes transcending creation.
Ches al pikol are now based on all of this. We can also understand the time, the reason. But the zayir tell fananda the tzayin yonu shubari and tzayibaz under mamorim. Why the zayir separates the expressions about the lion into two separate sentences? The eishulamayla bedumus arya vas kum mitzadavaydas agabonus bechlal the the fire that comes down from heaven. And that's what happened in the Beis Hamikdash. That a fire came down from heaven in the image of a lion, in the shape of a lion, and which comes for all the other kabbanis, for the kabbanis uh, in general. Is from is from That comes from from within creation. Thus is an oyer mukbal, which is, as we said before limited according to what the creation can, can accomplish when the far is the ikebai that's why the main feature of that kind of that revelation is it brings out the power of the lion gvura, the fact that it's you know, the, that expresses gvura which is crouched over its prey the lion there is an expression of gvura in carbonus, but from the that idea in carbonus was There is also an element of carbonus which is like a gift that is given to Hashem. In order, a yid has a feel that he, a feeling that he would like to be pleasing to Hashem. Not that he needs atonement. Atonement may have been achieved, but he wants to bring a carbon that it should be pleasing to Hashem. That brings out a descent of godliness from something transcendent of creation. Expressed by the idea that Hashem commands Uriel. In other words, it's not the normal business as usual lion consuming the carbon. This is Hashem sending forth Uriel to receive the gift that a yid is has the feeling that he wants to offer Hashem similar to what we said that when the fire came forth from Hashem on the 8th day of Miloyim that was more than just what happened during the 7 days that was Hashem sending forth his uh, to you know capture up the doyr and the gift that the Yidin were giving then the gevura of the lion becomes transformed into chesed, as we as he explained at length before. When the far is chazik and that's why the lion now appears just like a large lion crouched over a carbon. All of a sudden, we don't notice the ne- the power in the lion. We notice that he represents Hashem in a, in a method of chesed, in a message of chesed. The gilu dafke. That's what is now seen by the lion.